0: All right, phase three flukes, how do we prevent these from getting in the tank? This is the 80-20 QT, where we're spending 20% of the effort, just a little bit, to get 80% of the results. We've got Elliot from Marine Collectors, and he's gonna start by telling us what are flukes and why do they matter? All right, so flukes are uh, parasitic flatworms, also called monogenes, uh, little
1: worms that feed on the fish. They can infect the fish's gills around the mouth, uh, or they can be on the body themselves. They can feed on the slime coat. Um, Most fish actually do carry them um, actually in the gills and you wouldn't even know. Um, Small amounts might irritate and stress the fish out, but don't usually lead to mortality. Um, And most of you probably have them and don't even know
0: it. If you were to guess, of all the tanks out there, what percent of tanks probably have flukes and don't even know it? Probably 90% or more. All right, so all that said, flukes are actually unlikely to kill most fish. So why would they matter?
1: All right, so majority of the time when you see flukes take over a tank or when you see flukes on a fish in a quarantine tank, usually they're taking over a fish that's already been compromised. Um, A lot of fish can live with flukes long term. Um, Most fish like angelfish, butterflies, anthias, they actually do have flukes in the gills. They're almost invisible to the naked eye, though. Um, and they just live with them and you know, it's just part of the day to day, but it's only when the fish is in a compromised state, i.e. maybe it's stressed from shipping or, you know, it has an injury or something, or it has a suppressed immune system, um, do those parasites ever take over the fish and cause mortalities?
0: So you've uh, expressed to me that, uh, sometimes they'll kill the fish when they get bad. Mm-hmm. So what does bad look like?
1: Uh, so bad'll look like if it's a body fluke, you'll see bruising all over the body and respiration is often incredibly labored. Um, Eyes will sometimes be cloudy, body flukes love eyes. Um, Sometimes it'll even cause Popeye to uh, occur. Um, If it's gill flukes, you'll see the fish coughing, twitching their head a lot, uh, particularly with angelfish. Um, If you do a formalin bath or a prosy bath, you can actually see the fish a lot of times
0: cough. It's a really good indication uh, or twitch their face a lot. All right, so phase three here of treating for flukes and trying to prevent them from making it in the tank to infect other fish. Uh, is good practice, but it's probably not gonna have the same type of return as uh, treating for ick, velvet, brook, or ur- uranema, because those things are very likely to kill fish as they get in there. So why would I go through all of this effort? Uh,
1: so really, it's just, honestly, keep the tank clean, right? Um, it's better to not have it than to have it and uh, hope that it never overtakes. Um, obviously, if you see an outbreak, it's always best to treat it. Uh, if you followed phase two with formalin, Probably treated it you know, pretty well. Um, if you didn't, we're going to show you how to do it
0: uh, alternatively. One of the things that uh, I chimed in and earlier you said which is it's already a comp- affects an already compromised fish. and I find that to be true of pretty much anything in reefing where 15 people raise their hand and say something caused something and somebody else will say it didn't. Often uh, when it caused something, it wasn't that thing. It was the accumulation of things. So if I've got ick, I got velvet, and I got flukes or whatever, it's going to get much, much harder to beat all these things in one. So just good practice is let's eradicate ick, let's eradicate velvet, flukes, uh, uranema, and brook, and just not worry about those things. So you mentioned a second ago, which is uh, if you did phase two, you probably don't need to monkey around with this. You probably already solved uh, flukes with the formalin baths. Uh, and this is an important point. If you did phase two, you've actually treated for flukes in that phase as well. Uh, now, not perfectly, uh, but uh, probably really well in a way you don't need to deal with it now. Why?
1: All right, so formalin, it's kind of, it's just all encompassing, uh, you know, we'll call it miracle drug. Uh, if it's topically on the fish, whether it be on the body and the gills, uh, but the formalin is going to come into contact with it, it's going to kill it. That's why it's so effective for things like brook and uranema. Um, body flukes, you'll actually see them turn white on the fish and kind of flake off just like you would in a freshwater dip or if you did like a really strong prosy bath. Um, if they're gill flukes, you know, you'll see the fish twitch their head a lot, uh, or they'll be coughing a lot to actually try to dislodge the flukes that are, you know, um, dying off at that time. but it's really not necessary to treat additionally if you already did the formalin.
0: So prazie is the uh, preferred uh, drug in this case, uh, but formalin works really well. And again, we're not looking for all the edge cases here. We're looking for that 80, 20, 80% of the results, 20% of the effort. In this case, you're probably really getting like 95% of the results or 20% of the effort. Uh, and so know that you've done phase two, you've probably already conquered flukes. So that's the important part. Phase three here is actually just an alternate to phase two. If you chose to not wanna deal with the formalin and you're just not really concerned about Brook and your anema and you just skip phase two entirely, Mm -hmm. but you do wanna deal with the flukes here, that's what we're gonna talk about today. You skip phase two, we're moving on to phase three, getting rid of those flukes. So phase three for the flukes here is going to start, not surprisingly, with uh, the 8020 QT for and Velvet. So do that 14 day process, and this process will start at the very end of that one. Starting with what?
1: All right, so first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna rinse out our mixing bin. Uh, We're gonna mix a brand new batch of salt water, unmedicated, same temperature, same salinity, match everything the best we can. Uh, That's gonna be it.
0: After we've mixed up that new unmedicated fresh water, we're gonna get a new 10 gallon tank heater and fish hide. Why?
1: All right, so it's gonna be a lot easier to just use new setup completely opposed to you know, pulling the fish out, we're gonna have to have that fish somewhere, sanitize this completely, make sure that it's sanitized properly, dechlorinating it, all that stuff, uh, all within a set amount of time so that we're not stressing that fish out unnecessarily. Um, 10 gallon tanks are cheap, a little bit of PVC in a heater. It's much, much simpler and a lot less work to just have a brand new setup just to do this uh, third phase.
0: If we didn't do that and we didn't sterilize it properly, it's possible that we'd actually import the Ick or Velvet from so the last tank the and yeah. reinfect. So we want to sterilize it, use a brand new system. Uh, and the only real difference uh, between this system and the other one is we'll probably add a second Airstone to it or a power head kind of aimed at the surface to get more oxygen because the uh, the prosy that we're going to use actually sucks up some of the oxygen in the water, uh, or actually it doesn't suck it up, but reduces uh, the uh, oxygen in the water. So a couple more, air, or one more airstone or a powerhead. Really, the only difference here. We're going to start sterile. What's next?
1: All right. So we're going to fill the tank with unmedicated water. Uh, we're going to test the parameters, and we're also going to rinse the fish. Uh, If you haven't been following along, basically every time we move the fish from the quarantine, we're trying to get as little water from that previous quarantine transfer as possible. Uh, And we're going to put that fish in this new tank.
0: Uh, We're also going to take then, which would be the old tank here, we'll clean it, uh, we'll scrub it clean, we'll let it then get completely dry, and letting it dry out will effectively sterilize it for next time. All right, so this is the step where we actually get rid of the flukes. What is it? Alright, so this is the step
1: where we actually add the Prozi or Prozi Pro, Uh, it's a product made by Hikari, that's the one to use, it's very, very safe. Uh, Quick tip, if you ever look into the bottle and the fluid inside is clear, uh, throw it away, it doesn't work. Uh, It should be like a darker rose color, Uh, sometimes it actually does come out of the factory that way, but just make sure that the one you're using is viable. Um, Follow directions on the bottle, it's very, very easy, it's very safe as well. Um, and then we're just basically going to be doing it every three days uh, for a total of three times.
0: All right. So the premise of this is actually a prosy bath, but instead of doing it in a little bowl, we're going to actually do it in a, a tank here, like this 10 gallon tank. Uh, and we're going to do it for three days. So it's not your typical like 30 day or, or 30 minute bath, but uh, for three days, and then we'll cycle it out uh, every three days as well. So. Uh, maybe you could tell us the ideal life cycle of where you'd have to do it because it's a little bit different than three days. Yeah,
1: so the way that we're basically doing this is that it's kind of uh, almost like tank transfer in the sense that we're using the life cycles uh, of the parasite against it. Um, you know, the parasites on the fish, they do have a direct contact uh, life cycle, which means that they actually lay the eggs on the fish. Um, the Prozi is going to basically make those parasites dislodge, uh, only the adult ones, it doesn't do anything for the eggs. Uh, four to six days later, all of those eggs would hatch. Um, the great thing about Fluke, so is that it takes usually about two weeks just over um, for them to actually become reproductive. So technically uh, you dose the first time, then again after six days, technically everything should be good. But since we're doing it simple and we're trying to keep everything the same, we're doing three uh, days in between water changes. That's the reason why we're dosing every three days, just to make sure that there's prosy all along the way.
0: Yeah, so technical, Six days. In practicality, we're gonna do it every three days so people don't mess it up, including messing up a sterilization step and also water quality. Remember that we're assuming that you don't have a biofilter just sitting around waiting for it to do this. So doing those 100% water changes is part of the water quality. So not just thinking about the life cycle of uh, the actual parasite, but the water quality combined to a net effect. All right, so our fish is now been in here for three days with the Prozi bath in here. We'll do a 100% water change from the bin. Uh, we'll manually clean the tank just to get it out and we'll re-dose the Prozi. But notice we don't actually have to like swap tanks or do the tank transfer method per se here. Why don't I have to sterilize the tank in between? Because they're probably still in there.
1: Yeah, so flukes, uh, honestly, they're so easy to deal with. Um, you know, the, only things that should be left in the tank after you know that initial dose are gonna be the eggs. The eggs will hatch somewhere between four to six days after they were laid. Um, and since they won't be reproductive until um, after two weeks, you really don't have to worry about them reproducing and laying more. So really as the eggs are hatching, you have pros in there, they're dying, they're falling off. Uh, And once you're past that six days, you're really pretty much safe and ready to go.
0: So once they've hatched, uh, because the prosy is in there, they're not gonna go reattach to another fish. That's why we don't have to sterilize it each time. Uh, And so the next step of this will be wait another three days, repeat this process, and at the end of nine days of being in Prazi and clean water, these guys are gonna be fluke free. All right, like everything, there are some caveats to this, starting with, we do a 100% water change here because there's no biofilter in the tank, but also for another reason. All right, so Prozzi does feed bacteria. Um, You might even notice that the water goes
1: cloudy uh, shortly after dosing Prozzi, but it's also why it's incredibly crucial that we're wiping all the surfaces down in the tank, take a sponge to it, make sure it's really clean. Uh, The more bacteria that's building up, usually the more uh, it's gonna negatively impact the fish. Uh, so we just want to make sure that that environment is as clean as possible throughout this entire process.
0: Another caveat, Prazi and something doesn't mix.
1: All right, so Prazi and Rasses, big no-no, uh, particularly fairy wrasses and flasher wrasses, just not a good idea. You'll probably end up trying to kill the fish instead. Um, great alternative, just do a freshwater dip instead. If it's got body flukes, you'll see them turn white. Uh, if they've got gill flukes, which is not as likely for fairy wrasses, but they do get them on every once in a while, especially if you don't know where they're being held previously. Uh, you'll see them kind of cough and spit uh, in that bath as well. Um, Yeah, just don't do it.
0: Another caveat is this is actually a preventative QT. Treatment looks a little bit different.
1: Yeah, so if you know that that fish has flukes, i.e. if you're seeing bruises all over the body, uh, really good indication of body flukes, Um, or if you see the fish is really hyperventilating, it's coughing a lot, it's twitching its head a lot, um, you can actually be a little more aggressive about it. Prozzi is incredibly safe Um, and you can't really overdose it too easily. Um, You can do it in really concentrated bass, but definitely still just uh, make sure we're providing adequate aeration just because we don't want that fish to actually have uh, respiratory issues due to the prosy stripping the water of oxygen.
0: That's a good point. Uh, We bring this up many times, but uh, uh, if this looks like flukes are overwhelming the health of your fish, uh, phase three is called phase three, but maybe it should really be phase one. You should always treat for the thing that you can visually see is affecting the fix's health rather than the the preventatives first. So some of this stuff could be rearranged. Uh, just, just to give clarity to what more aggressive means, we recommend using uh, uh, directions on the bottle for how to use it in a typical situation like phase three. But if you got something that looks like it's actually going to kill the fish, what does more aggressive look like?
1: All right, so uh, this is what I actually do. Uh, marine collectors will do eight hour baths. So we will prep a solution of uh, prosy and it'll be one mil per gallon. So one mil ProsiPro per one gallon of water. It's actually five times the dosage run it for eight hours, uh, and then that fish will go into a tank that is just run at the normal doses of prosy for the remainder, but that initial bath um, is to really knock off all the adult ones that are causing that fish the most amount of distress.
0: All right, another one, never prosy with?
1: Formalin. Mm-hmm. Yes, why? Big no-no. Uh, two medications, both strip oxygen out of the water. Uh, you might as well just you know, suffocate the fish without any water
0: at all. So don't mix uh, prosy and Formalin ever. Another one less agreed upon, but your experience, never mix prazi with what? Copper.
1: Uh, So at the warehouse, we used to actually mix prazi and copper, but we used to see a lot higher mortalities. Uh, Since it's so easy to do just as a dip or on the side or separately after you've done the copper, just keep them separate. Uh, You know, you're doing fish usually one at a time in quarantine. It's just so much easier just to get it done separately and do it right than potentially risk the fish.
0: So I've read many times you can safely use uh, prosy and copper together. However, uh, I'm gonna look to the people that do this for a living and have, uh, uh, you know, years and years of experience using these things. You say that uh, you have lower mortality separate, that's probably the way to go. i phase three done, meaning ick, velvet, uranema, brook, and flukes are all now a thing of the past. We gotta move into a different category of things, which is this was all prophylactic treatment. This was all trying to prevent these from going to the tank. What happens if I have an actual infestation that happens after the fact in my tank? How do I treat it? And that actually all starts with identifying the right thing. There are a bunch of different white spots in the tank, but how do you tell the difference between ick? How do you tell the difference between velvet and uh, even lympho? We're all gonna find out right here.